Hi guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Heidi. And welcome to another episode of Betty Squared. Today we are looking at chapter 92, Band of Brothers. I remember this being a TV series, but I wasn't sure if it was like Australian or English or American. I, I couldn't remember. Anyway, I looked it up. Didn't bother to look up what country of origin it was, but um, it was a 2001 TV miniseries. Uh, basically, it is the story of the Easy Company, the 506th Regiment of the one of the 101st Airborne Division, from their initial training starting in 1942 to the end of World War Two. Now. Sure, this episode is very war-heavy of Riverdale, and obviously this TV series is very war-heavy, but apart from, you know, the traditional war stories that you hear, you know, and you see done on TV or done for film, there's nothing really linking these two episodes. Yeah, agreed. I think I watched that show, and I wish I could remember more about it but I totally don't. Uh, I think it was HBO, though. That's the, like, thing I feel like I remember about it. Um, but yeah, not so correlated. Maybe matching costumes in some parts. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, obviously not World War Two because this is meant to be present day. Actually, speaking of, quickly before we get into the episode, what war is Archie fighting in? Does he ever say... I read it somewhere. I feel like he has mentioned it once, and I know I th- that I read it somewhere, but I can't. Re- I couldn't tell you. It's some country that is like supposed to be like Pakistan, or like it sounds like it's a fictional Middle Eastern country. Oh, okay. It's not based on something actually happening in real life. I don't. I truly do not think so. No. Okay, I'm literally googling what war. Is Archie in? <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, in the comics, specifically, Archie, nineteen forty one, decides to enlist in the military after not knowing what direction to take his life in post graduation, being guilted by his father to serve in World War Two. Oh, so there you go. I haven't read that in the Archie comics. So interesting that the storyline is actually repeating itself (gasps) oh no oh no oh no oh no what Heidi I nearly called you Betty Heidi I just saw something and no is it a spoiler I just saw something this is why I don't google things well what is it no I don't even want to ruin it no I don't want to ruin it for anybody else I didn't click on it it was just something I want to know can you tell me later yeah maybe but it was it was something that, like, you know how, like, when you Google things, it sometimes comes up with questions that people have asked? Have you ever seen that in the search options? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so that's what just happened here. There was a question that came up, and it's about Betty. Mm. And I'm so upset I saw it, because now I'm going to be looking for things to confirm that theory. Okay, Confirm or deny. Right. I am not looking up anything about this show ever again. This is why I never Google stuff about it. 
Yeah, just ask me and I'll do it. And I won't spoil things for you. <laughs> At least with, not without asking. I love that. We, we, make, a good, uh, we make a good team here. Mm-hmm. Well, that aside, the fact that I've probably just ruined season five for myself, um, where do you want to start? Do you want to go character by character or do you want to do the chronological run of the show? I, I don't think I have enough notes to go character by character, so probably going chronologically is the best for, for this one. Okay. I will say of this episode, I don't have a lot of notes either, not because I didn't enjoy it, but it was very much a watch and experience kind of episode. It was very much Archie's personal struggle and him trying to come to terms with the fact that he lost so many men in this, in this war that he's fighting. So, all right. Well, the first note that I have is actually about uh, Cheryl and, and her kind of journey. Should I start there or do you want to start with the, the Archie storyline and kind of, Go progress, progressionally through it. My first note is about progressionally. Is I'm, is that a word? Progressionally? I don't know. I don't think so. Progress, but I'm not, I, I'm, progressively. Sure. Progressively. There we go. Yes. Yep. I speak the Queen's English. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Queen's English. Uh, my first note has to do with Cheryl too, or really it has to do with Jason because it was a question, and it's is Jason God now? Um. And then I laughed and I went, he is definitely the silent type because somebody made a joke about him being their silent Jesus or something. Because he's, he's never, ever said a single word. We have never heard Jason's voice. That is the role that I would kill for. Mm -hmm. That is the role, like, to come in, to get to hair and makeup, to have no lines to learn. They say, stand here, look like this. Great, done. Here's your giant paycheck. Now you get the fame of being on this TV series. Goodbye. Have a lovely day. For five seasons. And he did how many days on set in total? Like, probably like 10. Like, for like all of the scenes that he was in throughout the entire thing of Riverdale so far. Like, probably no more than like two weeks on set. Insane. I'm going to have to look him up to see what else he's been in. Because I actually... Just genuinely want to hear his voice. Oh, I don't. See, it would be great. Usually, that's so funny because usually I'm the one who loves spoilers, and you're the one who does not. And for this, I do not want to hear his voice. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know at all what he sounds like. See, for me as well. Like when I was a kid, and I used to watch scary movies and things like that. Especially like when you're talking like Michael Myers. Um, Freddy Krueger, uh, Ghostface, which technically is not even his name, but this is not a horror podcast. Um, I always went... Ghostface is a persona of horror movies, so I think that's valid. Right. I think everybody calls him Ghostface, but I don't actually think that's meant to be... Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I used to go and like Google them or look them up because when I could see the actor that played them, it made it less scary. And, you know, I yeah. love, love, love her films. But when I was a kid, I needed to sleep at night. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still will look up the plot of a horror movie before I watch it just to, like, prepare myself sometimes because I love them, but I'm a baby. <laughs> uh, so. Well, my first note about the, the Cheryl storyline is, thank God Penelope stopped Cheryl and Kevin 
from seeing Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like, that was something that I didn't need to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad she stopped it, too. And it was funny. It was an obvious, like, wink toward the audience, like, to stop the song before it happened. I don't know. It felt like that. And, yeah, all of the stuff with Cheryl's mom, I was like, this is her thing, though. Like, she started this. And then Cheryl comes in and is all literally, literally holier than thou to her mom about this, like, cult thing that she started. Her Her mom started it. This would not have existed without her mom. I don't really know why they're fighting. I I was a little caught off guard by that. We started to see hints of that, not last episode, because last episode was the Josie, um, Josie and the Pussycats. And the Pussycats. But the episode before, we saw that they were both leading the church and, you know, it was, it was fine. So I don't understand now... No. Why, with the relationship seemingly repaired between the two, is she challenging her? It, yeah, that confused yeah. me too. Um, well, what was your note about the, the, the Jason stuff? Oh, no, the fact that he's, like, never said anything. Yeah, and that he's a god now. Or he's, like, Jesus. And if they're, like... The, the entire thing around this religion absolutely made no sense to me. And uh, it continues to. That's the thing as well. And it's like, am I right in thinking with Penelope, she started this because she was, was it Jesus? Was it God? She wanted money. Right. But who did she say they were worshipping? Was she posing as like a Christian church? I think that's what it was at first. But it's always been vague, which was obviously like for a reason. And then now it's become this like, they're they are creating their own new religion sort of thing and it's really weird i don't think they understand what they're doing anyway like the writers with this storyline i don't know if they even know we don't have that many episodes left either they're gonna do what they did with the cult storyline and just kind of wrap things up really quickly i think yeah they're gonna do what they do with every storyline which is wrap it up really quickly with little like catharsis so depressed as usual (laughs) literally as usual okay well moving on uh to go chronologically i have one question about the the archie storyline since that was kind of you know the basis of this Mm. episode but also um you know kind of what what we see next did it seem to you like when Archie gets the phone call or the, the notification that this guy who, like, sent them out and basically had them, like, they were all um, killed in battle as a result of what had happened, uh, because of his call, I'm sorry, Archie is dreaming about these these men who he feels responsible for, but I don't know whether Archie's vendetta against this his, his senior I, I can't remember what they called him. Corporal? Captain? Corporal? Corporal? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Me either, but I feel like he's vendetta against him. Because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I feel like his vendetta against him was not justified. It didn't come from the right place. I don't think it was getting 
revenge or closure for the families affected, I think this was purely selfish. I think this was the only way that he could heal and he could not, he could stop seeing the, the ghosts of his fellow soldiers. Of his past. Of his past. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, either that was in, I don't think it, I don't think it, I was going to say maybe that's an intentional choice. I don't think it is. Um, I think it's just what ended up happening because they didn't happening. Did I say happening? I don't think I finished that word all the way. Um, I just think it's <laughs> I don't what know. It's up, I, I kind of gotcha. Okay, good. I just think it's what ended up happening because the the writers just didn't give us a neck enough like real and like what's the word I'm trying to find? It's like they didn't give us enough about the storyline for us to care or to feel similarly to Archie. So it just comes off as Archie like. Instead of him not being able to punish himself for that situation, he, you know, punishes that guy because it was actually his fault. But, you know, Archie can't punish himself for it, so he can't punish this other guy. So it just comes off kind of being like, okay, I guess I get why he wants to do that, but, like, why do I care? Like, yeah, it is sad when people die in war, and these are obviously, like, not real people, but for Archie, they're real people and, you know, folks that he cared about. But, like, why would I? I don't know any of them. I know one of them is stupidly named Bingo. Also, while you were talking <laughs> about it, I was like, they were all literally men. That's fucking sexist as shit, dude. This isn't actually 1950. Right. But I'm wondering whether they're trying to keep with the comic where the men in World War Two would have know, been but it's the ones not. to go. But it's not. And it's... They've already established that this is present day. They've said it before. Because they were yeah. the graduating class of 20... What was it? 2020 Whatever. or 2019? Well, I can't remember. Or no, maybe it was like 2016. No, it was something where, remember, the number didn't quite work no. out. The years that it jumped for. It didn't. <laughs> didn't and they were sense. like, wait, what? <laughs> Regardless of what it is, it's not 1945. So there are women totally. in the military and non-binary people and trans people and all the But above, if you so. also look, and again, this know. is not me justifying it. This is, I guess, just me playing devil's advocate. If you even look to the flashbacks or the gear that they wear, it is of that era. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's they've already established that it's not, so it doesn't matter. Like they can they can say all those excuses and stuff too, but it's just sexist at the end of the day because they're giving. Because here's the thing: is that it's sure it's not that big of a deal. It's just a TV show, whatever. But if we want to look at it logistically, and if anyone's like, "Why do you care, Heidi?" Because they gave those parts, those jobs, that money, all to men. No women got those. Also, I'm curious how many people of color were in that group. I didn't really look that closely at the time. Because I don't care about the storyline. There but was. Still. I believe it was the guy that... Um, the, so there's one. The what? Nice. Well, that, that I can recall. I honestly, I didn't look yeah, to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're good. The the woman that she was like hanging the laundry and Archie's like, I want to go and like fight for your husband. And she's like, I've made yes, peace yes. with this. I believe... Yes, I remember. She... Um, was a, um, a a person of color. Um, and then when the yeah. husband kind of appeared as a ghost, um, 
I believe he was too. Again, I have to go back and look. Um, I remember that couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she no, that's looked right. like maybe she was Hispanic. I'm again. I'm kind of. I don't know. My my brain doesn't work after a certain. She's a woman point. of color. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I don't really care about that storyline enough. You know, but st- cause obviously because I'm just thinking of this now, but that was something that came up. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I honestly didn't even have a note about the Archie stuff in the very beginning. My notes for him come a little bit. Oh, my next note for him is a little bit later on, and it's just boring Archie war stuff. <laughs> so obviously it didn't catch me in the moment, but my next note was about Jughead. I said, a whole week, Jug. Nicely done. It was very exciting. I, that's hard. The first week is, I'm sure, I mean, just like many others. But of sobriety, super hard. So I was proud of him. It was like, oh, old Juggy's back for like a quick minute. Yeah, completely, completely agree. I um, I know you know people who are alcoholics and I know what that struggle is like via you and the conversations that you and I have had. Um, but yeah, I also was proud of him. And even though he was, you know, towards the end, he was like, I'm one day sober, or I'm back to the start, or something like that. Good on him for still going and owning up to that. I um I was really um impressed by that too. But also, yeah, his dad was an alcoholic, and that affected yeah. him really badly. Like we saw that in season one. I wish I know Skeet's done with the series, but I wish he had like come in to be like, Jug, I know this is hard, you can get through this, but, you know, he's gone. Yeah. He's not like Hermione, where she's popping up on occasion. No, Skeet is actually gone. But yeah, that stuff's gonna fuck you up, and, you know, it's realistic that Jug also has the issue, because that's how it works. It's People say it all the time, for multiple reasons, but it's a family disease, not only in that it can carry on, through the generations, but also it's a family disease in that it it affects every single person in the family. So even if Jelly Bean doesn't become an addict or an alcoholic, she's still affected as it, with it just as much as Jughead, even without being an alcoholic herself. If that's totally set up for her, um, but yeah, it's it's rough and yeah, that would been that would have been cool, but maybe another alternate universe. That's what's happening. Also, let's just be real that Jellybean has a whole set of other issues apart from <laughs> alcoholism running in the family. Uh, because remember how she was sending those weird-ass voyeur videos and then her dad had to, like, leave town because, like, she couldn't be there and she, like, ruined fucking everything? You know, I forgot. <laughs> well, welcome. I'm here to remind you of how much... I hated Jellybean. It's something about siblings in this TV show. Yeah. Don't like Polly. Yeah. Don't like Jellybean. Mm-hmm. Did you like Chick? I no, like I didn't Chick. like Chick. Didn't like Chick. Didn't like Charles. I mean, Charles is good looking at least, so that was pretty to look at. But, yeah, no, siblings. Mm-mm, don't like them. Don't like them. What are you laughing at? I don't know. It's just so funny the way you said that. It just got me. I've been in a silly, goofy mood today, so. Oh, I love that. I apologize. No, I love it. Don't don't ever change. Um, 
Oh, I was going to say, we're not going character by character. I almost was like, oh, wait, I forgot to say something about Cheryl. Uh, but my, we're going chronologically, so this is fine. Um, <laughs> my next note, did you catch the reference? So when Kevin and Cheryl decide that she is going to perform these three miracles to woo everybody over to her side, she... <laughs> She's like, I'm going to do this thing with the bees. And Kevin's like, nah, I'm out. I'm super allergic. But he's still there when she does it with the bees. But whatever. Yeah. Um, did you catch the reference where Cheryl was like, Nana Rose, like, used to be a beekeeper or, like, taught me everything about beekeeping or something? My note is, yes. of course Nana Rose is a beekeeper. Because... Why not? She's six million years old. She's probably done it all. She's done everything. <gasps> oh my god, it made me laugh so much. I was like, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> so insane. Like literally, I one of my notes is though, Cheryl Blossom, Queen of the Bees, is the best title she's had so far. She's had a few different like titles, like Cheryl Blossom, Head Bitch in Charge, and you know. Captain of the Vixens and whatever else she's had. Um, but Queen of the Bees is an absolute fire title to have for yourself. Well, she's the Queen Bee, which is what she's been all along. But now she's the Queen of the Bees. Did you not get that? <laughs> no, you blew my fucking mind, dude. I did not get that. Holy shit. Oh my god. I'm so dumb. No, you're not dumb. I you're not dumb at all. It's been a long day. It's been a long couple of years. Like, be kind to yourself. <laughs> I just would not have gotten that if you didn't tell Queen me. Queen Bee, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I get it. Now. I'm here for you. Normally, well. what I love about this is, is that normally I'm the one that's like, oh, this, this, and this. And you're like, yeah, Jess, it means this. It's nice that I get to be the smart one this episode. <laughs> but also, thank for, you. For those of you listening at home, I obviously can see Heidi and her face. She just glazed over, and I was like, oh, she did not make that connection that uh, that Queen Bee, she's, she's the Queen of the Bees. You even said Queen of the Bees. The logical next step would be Queen Bee. Okay. No. All right. While I watched this episode, I went head empty, no brain, none whatsoever. So I was ready to watch Riverdale, so I threw my brain out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a really, Oops. really smart thing to do. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. I, try at least. I was ready to watch Riverdale, so I threw my brain out the window. That's a big t-shirt slogan, but I think it would work. I think we'd get lots of sales. I, um, Next for me just like chronologically is so you know jug says in his aa group that he's ready to start like what was it he was on step four which is forgiveness i don't know the steps off the top of my head oh um, i can't remember but yeah he was up to the like what did he call it forgiveness like the, one the road to not forgiveness the road to rec no he was like going to ask for forgiveness no mm. Make amends or something like that. I don't know. Words yes. are hard. It's the step to make amends. Right. Um, so he has, So he's going around not asking for, for forgiveness necessarily, but he's apologizing to people. And so he's like going, you know, whatever his list was before Betty, 
but he we see him go to try and find betty and when he's talking to tabitha about that she's like betty's walking the lonely oh no she's talking to alice i'm sorry i got confused for a second because he goes to her house that makes more sense than him going to the diner um so he talks to alice and alice is just like yep betty's walking the lonely highway doing god knows what and she's upset and then jug just doesn't respond to that it's just like (laughs) yeah you know that sounds chill and cool that sounds like a thing that she's doing and that's fine not worried about it it's like girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do you know, got to get your steps in. Walk that lonely oh. highway. But also, like, <laughs> I just why, funny. why is Alice not saying to Jug, like, oh my gosh, please, you know, see if you can talk some sense into Betty. I've, I've already lost one daughter. I don't want to lose the other. Nope. Everyone just goes, don't care. <laughs> Maybe that's her way of doing it. I I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. It's all very weird. Um, my next note is just, oh no, not Reggie and Hermosa. Whoa. He has literally dated both of the sisters. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's gross. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no ma'am. Nasty. No ma'am. Uh-uh. Yeah. Ain't about that life. Oh, another one that was like a a line that, but this one came with a reaction that I thought was appropriate, whereas Jugs wasn't appropriate to what Alice said about Betty. This one felt appropriate. Okay. Uh, Veronica and Cheryl are having their little chat, and when Cheryl goes to leave, she says, "Kevin and I are performing our first miracle tonight," and Veronica makes this face. That was so funny. I laughed so hard. It was just like I could see in her eyes. She was just like. Okay, can't worry about that right now, but... I don't think noted. I saw it. It was pretty funny. It was good. It was just very much a, like, okay, n- n- not for me. <laughs> like, She's like, not, I'm not going to worry about that one. Not touching that with a 10-foot pole and a little extension stick. Yeah. Because this is the episode where Veronica steals the palladium from her dad, right? And then makes it into the coins? Correct. That was pretty, like, that's a pretty baller move of her. And then he tries to bet, he tries to, not bet on them, he tries to bid on them. And he, if, if, I I was surprised that she didn't let him win, because then he would just be buying his own shit back. And I was like, wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) I don't know. But then I also didn't understand, like, at the end, um, at the end, and there was like, what did he crunch up into his hand? Was it the palladium? I think she put a, a dummy one there. But he like there was probably just like clay or something. But he didn't buy it. The other guy. No, did. I think she repl. No, no, no. Because he and the other guy bought the palladium coins. She they stole the palladium and then replaced it with a fake palladium. So that was him realizing that the Palladium was gone. He didn't know before. If he knew before he went to, like, the auction, he probably would have been, like, suspicious. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought – I must have missed it then. Maybe I was taking a note or something like that and I got myself distracted. I thought what had happened was the other guy had won the Palladium. Hiram, like, off camera, like, in a scene that we didn't see – 
got the palladium from this other guy only to open it to discover that it was fake. Okay, cool. You know how you said before, mind blown? Well, now mine is too. Okay. (laughs) At least we're even. That makes more sense. Okay. I was so, so confused. I feel that. I feel that. On the Veronica storyline, um, Mm-hmm. I will say they uh, they still have Skype in Riverdale or in the Riverdale universe. Did you notice that? Was it like official Skype? It was, which kind of blew my huh? mind because A, no one uses Skype. It was an ad. I don't know if it was because. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. They never I don't said Skype. Saying... You don't see it. You just hear the Skype ringtone ringtone doesn't oh did you see the oh you didn't see skype no being said oh then never mind then it's just a wait why do you know the skype ring because girl i have lived on the opposite side of the world to my parents for like 20 years so back before skype was trash well actually skype was always trash um we used to use skype so i i recognized the ringtone um side note Skype could have really, like, made things happen for them and made a lot of money uh, during COVID. But instead, oh, yeah. Zoom just came in and stole it. And I can't tell you what my my Skype name is anymore or login details or anything like that. I mean, to be fair, though, that's on Skype. Like, they... They missed can't such be an con- opportunity. They did. They did. This is the podcast where we roast companies... <laughs> <laughs> their poor no, I just thought it was. I just thought it was. No, you're right though. That that they had chosen the Skype ringtone, and that wasn't like um, a made up one. It was genuine Skype ringtone. Yeah, no, that is interesting. I I didn't notice because I I used Skype before, but just not enough to to recognize the ringtone. But that is interesting. Right. Hmm, I don't know then. How quick did you know that? Cheryl was going to pour maple syrup into that cup instead of wine. I knew immediately. Immediately when they were like, I'm going to turn this water into Oh, I don't. Oh, you're so cute. I wasn't that invested in this episode. So, like, I didn't. I just took it on face value. I didn't, um, I didn't think anything more or less of it. I was like, okay, cool, maple syrup, because... Why the freak not? I just knew it as soon. I, it wasn't that I was invested. It was just like, as soon as I saw that that was what they were going to do, I was like, oh, it's maple syrup. There's no way she's pouring out wine. She's pouring maple syrup. And then it was, and it was like, well, there you go. I just thought it was funny. I, I just, they can't shock me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they can try, but they're not going to succeed. Oh, God. Um. Oh, when, so when she does the wound one, the one where she has the wounds in yes, her hands? Yes, the, the stigmata. Yes. I was like, the holy wound of Jason would not be holes in your hands. It would be a hole in your fucking head, dude. Yeah, but... Like, maybe that's morbid, but I was like, that is not where that wound would be. But, yeah, but sure. you know... You know that, like... Did you ever go back and look to see if his skeleton, when it was in the box... Um, had the gunshot in his head. It didn't. I, it didn't. So there you go. Now all we know is 
Well, the thing is, the stigmata. Ooh, listen to how British I sounded when I said that. The stigmata. Um, mm-hmm. That w- it has to be the hands because otherwise it's not the stigmata. So, I guess we're just... I don't know what that is, to be honest. Oh, okay. So, basically, somebody who has the symptoms of um, the stigmata uh, experiences the same wounds as Christ experienced on his journey to crucifixion. Oh, okay. So, it's the it's uh, the feet, it's the crown of thorns, it's in the hands, and then there's the stab mark on the side of the body. So... Okay, but, like, they specifically say the holy wound of Jason, and if they want to do the stigmata for Jason, then it would be a head Correct. wound. I still think that it's a poor, I think it's a poor choice, but I understand why they didn't do that, because it would be very morbid for her to all of a sudden have a wound in her head, but it would also be really cool. She could have, like, started crying blood. That would have been fun. Be- that would have been cool. And then the wound appears on her head, like, after right. she's, like, holding her so face or something. So it wouldn't have been too morbid. Be cool. Like, it could have just been, like, you know, look, congregation, look, followers, Freaky. how my eyes bleed because Jason's wound to the head. You know, they wouldn't even need to show a gunshot or anything yeah. like that. It could just be, like, I cry tears as Jason's head, you know, Weeped the tears of. I don't know how much she should talk about. I it. don't. Okay, maybe she should just stay there. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. There's another way they could have done it, and that that was a weird choice. But again, but... interesting that you okay. pick that up because again, I take most of these episodes on face value. I don't delve into it and go, "Hang on, wait. Why would that be on her hands versus her head?" Um. Yet I was the one that explained Queen B to you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we can't catch everything, you know? Oh, can't catch it all. You're so pretty, Heidi. It's okay. <laughs> Not today. My hair is a mess. You do. Okay, so again, um, for our listeners, Heidi is looking like adorable. You actually like are channeling a little bit of like Betty if she was working on a car. She's wearing denim overalls, this like baby pink kind of purpley t-shirt. One strap is done up and the other is not. And then Heidi's got this like messy bun going on. It's very cute. Look how adorable you are. So cute. You know, I have to be trendy with the with the one-sided overall. Yeah, that's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah, one time I went through the In-N-Out drive-thru with this outfit on, and then my mask, obviously. Oh, excuse me, I hit my desk. <laughs> um, but was going, and the my mask matched my outfit for that day for some reason. And the person at the drive-thru was like, I love your outfit. I see what you're doing here. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate that they thought I was trying to do something. Oh, maybe nice. like... Maybe they anyway. meant, like, the coordination of the outfit with the mask? Yeah, who knows? I appreciate it. It was a yeah, compliment in my it. book, so it's, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. What's your next note? Hmm. My next note is sad. It's, oh, Jug, sobriety is fleeting, huh? And it is. It is, yeah. It's not a, it's not a, it's not always an uphill battle. There's, you know, bad days and good days just like anybody else. Um, it was disappointing, though, that his, like, when he was, like, trying to figure out what to do about his book, that, like, 
actually stealing that girl's book was something he really contemplated. Because the thing about that was that he didn't just contemplate it because he was drunk or because he was drinking. He he considered it before and then followed through because he was drinking. You know what I mean? So it's like... That was the, that, even more than his drinking, that was the thing that was like, that sucks. I'm really glad he didn't end up following through with it, but it was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, that's really tough. Yeah. I am. Especially when he could have, like, sorry, you go No, I was going to say, I, as much as the storyline that Jug or, you know, the, the journey that Jug is going on at the moment is kind of painful. Um, I like that they gave it to him specifically because I feel like Cole can bring a real, like, genuine, um, genuine nature to, to the storyline. Like, he, he can really sell somebody going through recovery and really do it justice. Yeah, not make it like, um, not make it like weird or a comedy like even though he's Jughead and it's like Jughead in Riverdale going through this experience it still feels really genuine and really like honest and yeah I think that is very specific to Cole I'm like as you were saying that I was like who else could do this I don't think anybody else it doesn't really make sense for me for the character but also I don't know I don't know how it would work with any of the other like main four to be honest, mm. like as amazing as all of them are, and especially like as much as I love Lily, I don't know. I don't know if any of them could do it. The only person, like the only other person who I could see like pulling off a storyline like this is uh, Kevin. Is uh, I always want to say Corey, Casey Cott. He's Casey Cott, right? His brother's Corey Cott, or he's Corey Cott. Which one? Is <laughs> he's Casey. Casey Cott he's Casey. is okay. Kevin. Corey is is the yes. other guy. Corey's Jack on Broadway. Uh, just kidding. He's not playing Jack Kelly anymore. That show's not on Broadway. <laughs> Newsies. Um, that was a show that I saw him in. I saw um, him anyway. in Bandstand. Um, oh, yes. He's a little Bandstand. dude. He is very short. Uh, is he? I've never stood close enough to recognize heights. But, He's teeny um, tiny. Laura Ostis is small, so that would make sense. <laughs> hmm. Bandstand was a shit show, um, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Uh I didn't like that show. I didn't mind it. It wasn't anyway, the greatest. This is an but... broad... Okay, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I thought it was bad. Anyway. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about Broadway stuff, let us know. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, we'll <laughs> do do a replacement. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Casey is the, is the only other person who I could see really doing a storyline like that. Like really, like in the main, main cast, yeah. like full justice, who isn't yeah. like an adult. Like, they're all adults now, obviously, but, like, adult, adult, like, Alice or something like that, she could do it, too, but, um, that's not what we're talking about, so, but, yeah, um, yeah, I was glad that he didn't end up following through with that, and I thought it was funny because I was like, god damn it, Jughead, what if you went to your writer and you went, hey, I don't have a book right now because it got stolen by someone, that sounds fake, but it's real, (laughs) but what I do have for you if, like to distract the publishers is this really great book by this girl who I met and so this is like something that I could give you it's not mine but it's hers 
and I'd be happy to sign off on it, like, with my approval or whatever, but I don't have a book right now because it got stolen, but this is what you could use for now. Yeah. And try that. He could have tried that. Like, who knows if the guy would have said, like, fuck off, no, we're not doing that, but, like, I don't know, better than you plagiarizing her. I don't know. I think he was just desperate to to keep the um to keep the agent to keep the the feeling of knowing yes. he was a writer. I think he even said something to Tabitha, or maybe it was Betty, that um, I'm scared. I'm not a writer anymore. Yeah, he's very afraid of it. Yeah, I think Jughead's like losing his, or he already did like lose his identity so much because so much of that is tied to him being a writer. And it always has been, and it'd be really interesting to see. I hope we can delve more into, since he has been let go from his, um, I wanted to say label, that's music, um, <laughs> since he is like let go from his like book manager and stuff, that he kind of finds himself outside of writing, because he's not just a person because he's a writer. You know what I mean? Like, he's a more layered person than that. So I'd be interested to see him rediscover himself a bit more. Right, exactly. That's, I think that's the journey that we're going on with him, or at least starting to go on with him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see sort of what happens next with him. I think so. And like just my, la- I, I think, yeah, I think this is my last note for uh, Jughead. But there was just like a really genuinely sweet moment between Betty and Jug that hasn't really happened in a while. And I just really enjoyed oh. that. And that's. And we finally found out why she didn't go to the book launch. Remember um, back when Glenn was still in the picture and everything like that, back before he was, like, the trash bag killer, because he definitely is, because I'm definitely right about that. Um, (laughs) We were, were, like, contemplating all, like, he was this, like, controlling partner and was like, if you go there, it's me or Jughead. So, you know, she stayed with him. So yeah. we found out that that wasn't the or case. she was that that happened when she was kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I wrote that down as one of my notes. I was like, "Oh, finally, we got the answer as to why she couldn't be there." And I'm glad that he was able to um, find out as well because I think that gave them both closure. Totally, because he took it so personally, obviously, from that voicemail and from his own. And like, why? Like, of course, like. I, I get why he took that so personally, but he really did. And, um, yeah. And it wasn't her, it wasn't either of the things we thought it was. It wasn't the, that she was kidnapped already or Glenn. It was just that she, it was her opportunity to join that task force for the trash bag killer. And she had to take it or else, you know, she wouldn't have been on it. So, but interesting though, that her choosing that did lead to, if she had gone to see Jughead, she wouldn't have ever been kidnapped by the trash bag killer. At least in the way that she was. Right. Yeah. The next thing that I have was more just classic Riverdale exposition. But I I realized in the exposition, it is always Veronica. She has a lot of Hmm. the exposition-y kind of lines. Now, she's talking to Chad. And um, he says something like, have you heard of Copter Cab? Which, you know, is this helicopter business that she ends up, you know, um, getting him brought down with. But 
Her response, when he says, have you heard of this? Her response mm -hmm. was, oh, the helicopter company that flies one percenters to Marsh's Vineyards for private parties? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But if he's asking you, you're not, you're not asking for clarification. You're, you're, you're making a statement. If he is asking you, yeah. hey, have you heard of Copter Cat? All you need to do is say yes, because you know what that is, and you know that he knows what that is because he just asked you the question. So why you gotta blab on about one percenters, private parties, Marsha's Vineyard? I it just it pissed me off. It pissed yeah. me off. There was a movie, and I can't remember what it was. And I remember I was in like either my last year of high school or my first year of college. And my teacher, because I study film and theater and all of that, my teacher said, oh, I went to see this space movie. And I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was like Interstellar or something like that. And he's like, what made me laugh was that one astronaut was explaining to another astronaut the course or like what they needed to do to get to space. And he was like, I, as the audience member, of course, I need that information but he's like i couldn't believe that one astronaut would sit there and have a conversation with another astronaut who both fucking know exactly what's going on about how to get to space like he's like no that was bad writing yeah so yeah these <laughs> yes. little exposition have, lines they drive me nuts she does always get them doesn't she she totally she does. really does because um, she's also the name dropper yes yeah they always give her that shit it's so interesting um one other thing if you were in high school or college, I just need to say, the movie was not Interstellar. Wow. Fuck you. Um, wow, yeah, I don't have to be the smart one this episode to know that you just called me old. That movie... That movie... That movie didn't come out when I was in college. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, well, I hope you enjoy recording the rest of this episode by yourself, Heidi, because wow, I only have two more notes. <laughs> well, sorry. You could have just I'm kept sorry. that to yourself. Let me have it. Let me go on my merry little way. But instead, you took this. If opportunity. that was the case, we would be like twenty-one. We would be babies if that was the case. That is not the case for any of us, and I'm sure most of our listeners, to be quite honest, like. I was also not in college when I, I don't think that I think that movie came out after I graduated. You know, I've been to college a couple of times, so, like, so it could have been my second college that I went to. That's a, but also fuck you. That's a really good that's point. It. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that. I knew I deserved it, and I I honestly didn't even think about not saying it because I thought it was so. Funny. Well, I was going to say we have the beauty of the fact that we have known each other for a long time, and. Also, you mm -hmm. know that I, if the roles were reversed, I literally would have said the same thing to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, okay, exactly. all's all fair in love and war, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had the B thing earlier, so, you know. We, it, yeah, all right. It all well, comes around. Yeah, but you called me old, so I, I feel like yours was harsher than mine. And you called me all cute and stuff today too. I'm I'm an asshole. I apologize. It's okay. It's all right. Um, I'll just I'll just come fully prepared for the next time we record to really let you have it. 
Okay, I'll prepare myself as well. Pre- prepare myself mentally to be destroyed. Because oh. I know how you Australians work. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tough. We, are, uh, we can be brutal if we need to be. <laughs> it's that Queen's English. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, definitely that. Well, um, um, I've only got two notes left as well, but one of them is another. <laughs> it actually really genuinely made me laugh. It was another Riverdale-ism where they changed the name of a brand thing. Do you know what I'm going to say? I know what it is. Yeah. My Boysenberry. Yep. Okay. So we know that Boysenberry is meant to be a Blackberry. Uh But also, do people still use Blackberries? I didn't think so. I mean, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. And Boysenberry? Boysenberry. Why could you not have said my cell phone? Like... Boysenberry, my Boysenberry, you fucking idiot. I'm going to have to put another explicit onto onto this episode again. Well, I'm getting mad you, now. Did you say why didn't he say his iPhone? Why didn't he just say his cell phone? Oh, yeah, his cell phone. I was going to say because villains can't use iPhones. And he would be a villain, I, I would assume, in context of everything. Okay, explain that. Is there a joke in that? And I've completely missed it. No. Why can't villains no, use iPhones? it's legit. They're not allowed to by Apple. Apple will not let... If you have a movie, and this will... Re- so, like, be careful of watching mysteries. If you have a... Like, have you watched Knives Out? Yes. Okay. So, in that movie, the villain, who I won't say for anyone else, yeah, maybe who hasn't watched it, go watch film. it. It's really yeah. Fun. It's so good. Um, The bad guy does not have an iPhone and there's a, a YouTube video of the director like going over one of the scenes or whatever and he like circles like somebody else who has an iPhone he's like this is a little trick wow. you ever see someone with an iPhone in a in a mystery movie or in a like movie where like there's a mystery of some sort if somebody has an iPhone they're not the bad guy that's they- really cool i've never heard of that yeah yeah oh. so a- apple won't let uh bad guys have apple products Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. Only good guys. Yeah, that's my same note as well. My uh, my same second to last note is my boysenberry. I just laughed so hard when that happened. It was very good. Um, do you want to go to... To the... What? Well, I was going to say to the actor's credit, he sold it. He was like, my boysenberry's blowing up or whatever he said. And I was like, okay, dude, calm yourself. He meant it. He meant business. He sure did. Um... Do you want me to go to my last note? Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, I mean, it's it's not really like a huge revelation or anything. Did we know before this episode that um Cheryl's middle name was Marjorie? I don't know. Have we heard I I feel like we have heard it before, Probably. and then the more I think about it, I'm like, mm, maybe we didn't. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. But it reminds me of the Taylor Swift song, and that song makes me cry every time. Oh, it's okay. it's a beautiful song. Well, it's about her grandma. I don't think I've heard it. I would suggest it. Uh, maybe not if you have uh, a lot of sadness surrounding your grandmother, but um, or like grief or I don't know strong emotions because it's uh, about her grandma, and her grandmother was an opera singer, and so there's part oh wow there's parts of the song where she has 
she literally has her grandma's voice in the background singing operatic, like this beautiful operatic song. It's so beautiful. Like I'm getting a little like misty. It's a beautiful song. Oh. <laughs> anyway, listen okay. to Marjorie. Well, good song. I have a lot of like emotions, so I should probably not listen to it then. <laughs> I was like, how do I best word this? <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Um. What's your last note? My last note. It's a very important note, and I hope it's heard by uh, the Riverdale writers and uh, producers. Uh, they don't listen. They don't listen. <laughs> no, no, no. This time they're going to listen, because this is me humbly requesting that we let this Archie storyline absolutely die and never come back. I was like, <laughs> I was like, please let this storyline actually be over, please. End it. I'm just so sick of it. Just hate it. I wonder if you might get your wish, though, because this did feel very final. Yeah, it was one of those, like, Riverdale, we're getting towards the end of the season, like, let's wrap up a storyline or two kind of thing. While also having, like, you know, all that crazy shit happen with Cheryl. So that's very Riverdale, though. I feel like <laughs> this is we haven't really predicted too much recently i feel like like we haven't like gone on because like, what the fuck is going on yeah. we don't know like they have taken us on such a whirlwind of a ride they haven't even developed storylines for us to invest in you're exactly right you're 100 percent right this is not our fault it's theirs. No, this is not. But this is not helpful. <laughs> I will I will predict one thing, which is that the Cheryl storyline, it's gonna cross over into the next season. Of course it is. There's no way. And they they better freaking reveal that Glenn is the trash bag killer, or I'm gonna be really messed up. Well, at this point, I mean, unless I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the trash bag killer. Because if the trash if the trash bag killer is what we've kind of talked about before that the trash bag killer might be the same as uh the highway killer um right if that's the case then i could see it like wrapping up this season if that's not the case i don't think that that's happening but it just depends i think we're gonna get one or the other or both of them together so we'll have to see god all i can say is i sure as heck hope that they both wrap up because i'm over it yeah i agree I agree. Let's actually start fresh and not have to even do a time jump. Let's just figure all this shit out and get it over with. Well, actually, okay, here. I lied about that being my last note because, okay, Heidi, Mm -hmm. I need you to validate me here. Mm -hmm. They didn't say seven years this episode, and I think it's the first time they haven't. Oh, my God. I think you're right. I didn't write it down, and I usually do. I just thought of it as you said it just then with the time jump. I swear yeah. on my life that this is the first time they did not say seven years since the time jump happened. I think you're right because I usually write it down. What episode was the time jump? It was episode two? Uh, Three, give me a second and I can go back. Okay, don't well, we're on 15. So does- we're on 16. I beg your pardon, 16. So does that mean there's been 16 episodes? Hang on. Yes. I'm going to my good old TV time that doesn't have spoilers. That ruins my life. (laughs) Um, Riverdale, Riverdale. Here we go. Time jump. Let's have a look. Time jump. Oh, no. We've 
We've had less. Okay, so graduation, homecoming, purgatorio. Graduation was episode three. So one, two, three, so 13 four, episodes. For 13 episodes. Five, six, seven, eight. Let me have this. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine, ten. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're counting them all. <laughs> Eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yay, thirteen. Can, See, I, I. She did it. You had to let me have that. I did. Yay me. <laughs> I love it for you. Um, what is this episode I today? I, have we finally just completely lost our minds because this show has gone so ridiculous? I think, I think maybe we have. I think maybe we have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's 13 episodes of saying, or 12 technically, because this one, we don't think that they did it. But that's 12 yeah. episodes of um, always saying seven years, which is nuts. Gnarly. Wow. You know, unless... No, I don't think he said it. No, I don't think it was, because I think I would have written it down. I usually do. Unless it was so subtly thrown in, which it usually is not. I know that... Uh, I think Veronica made some kind of reference to the fact, like, many years ago, but she did not say the word seven years. Yeah. So I think we're... I think we got our first episode without. That's kind of wild. Should we rate the... Is there anything else before we rate the episode? Um, I do not wish to rate the episode. <laughs> is that where we've just gotten to now? Where we just... Yeah, it might be. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to give this one Neapolitan shake. Because everyone <laughs> in, like, Southern California, you know, in and out is, like, the big thing. Um, and that's on the secret menu and people... My throat made a super weird noise, so I'm so sorry if you heard that on the recording. I don't know what that was. Oh, um, nope. Didn't really hear it. weird noise. Um, but everyone freaking loves uh, those shakes, and I think they're overhyped. So that's this episode for me. I've never had a Neapolitan um, milkshake from In-N-Out because we don't have In-N-Out Burger in, uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Not rate this episode. You have the amount of in and out shakes that you would have in Florida. Zero. <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. Okay, I will start to rate the episodes again when I feel they are worthy of my rating. I think that, that is super valid. I also feel like that's like healthy. I feel like that's like a healthy Thank thing you. for you to do. Thank you. You're I, like I appreciate with that. Riverdale, and I like it. I very much appreciate that. Thank you. What are you looking at? <laughs> Sorry. What's happening? We're almost done, Jess. We're so close to being done. A, a friend texted me and was like, where are you in this photo? I'm like, I'm not in this photo. I'm so, so, so sorry. I hope you keep this in. This is so no. Random. Please keep it in. I really beg you. So what's it? I was I was reading my notes on my phone. And it was a text message, and it came up one image. So I clicked on it, and you're like, and I was like, why do you want to know where I am in this photo? Like, I'm not in this photo. I don't know who these people are. 
for context if Jess does decide to keep this in, although she might not. <laughs> we're So we're talking about rating and Jess throughout, you know, while we're recording, looks at me but also is looking at her phone because that's where she keeps notes and that's totally fine. But all of a sudden her phone just goes sideways and she's holding up her phone long ways and looking at it and then she goes completely silent. <laughs> I had to acknowledge it. What am I supposed to do? I Okay, so in my brain, I didn't think it had been that long. I was like, I can just quickly look at this and then just go back to recording. And Heidi will have no idea, even though my phone pretty much took up the entire frame that she's watching me on. My cheeks hurt. Um, I apologize. I apologize. What is this podcast anymore? Um, okay. Well, <laughs> shall we? We rated it. Talk about, mm-hmm. yeah, we rated it or we didn't. We abstained. Um, what should we, uh, oh no, we should uh, talk about what Betty would do. Sorry, I'm still distracted by the photo. <laughs> like, why does my friend this think is, I'm in this, this photo? Is the last minute of the podcast. It's all we have to do. And then you can look at the photo all you want. I'm so confused by it. I'm so sorry. Oh, so what would Betty do? I don't even remember what Betty did this episode. Betty would continue. She doesn't do, she a, doesn't lot. do a lot. She would continue to walk the, lo- what, is- what was it? She would walk the lonely highway doing God knows what. Doing God knows what, yeah. She would continue to do that. She would have some sweet, like, reconciliation with Jughead, which was kind of nice. And why am I still laughing? I don't know. And that's kind of it. Was there something I missed? I think that's basically it. Yeah, she'd have a really that really lovely conversation with Jughead and then just ghost him because she's got work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think that that's going to end in them getting back together. I think they're done for a while. Yeah, not yet anyway. It's going to be a – that'll be a slow nah, build, I think, if that happens. I think so too. Which is good. And I think they're – they were they were pushing for the um, Tabitha Jughead thing for a little bit, and that's kind of died off. So we'll see where where that ends up too. Yeah, it'll be interesting once like because we kind of assume. I mean, it depends on how things go, but like things might some of the storylines might, and specifically with Betty, might close soon. So I'm curious to see once that's done, what we're gonna get for Betty since her storyline is so heavily like focused on. Polly, there's not like a lot going on for her otherwise so it'll be interesting so we like because we don't even really get any aspects into like her relationships with anyone right now because she's so focused on that we had like the archie stuff at the beginning but she hasn't really rebuilt anything with veronica it'll be interesting to see if that happens in the future so hopefully exactly exactly all righty all right. Well, we are going to love you and leave you all because this has turned into a hot mess. Heidi called me old and it just went downhill from there. <laughs> I'll take it. But anyway, we'll catch you next time for another episode of Betty Squared. Bye. bye. I said bye <laughs> so quiet because I was like so afraid.